Excuse me, what is going on here? But first we're going to make a little detour. So absurd, so questionable. Yeah, I guess we're just the weirdos. Expect the detour. You summer in Argentina? Yeah, I'm big into oil industry of Argentina. I assume there's oil in Argentina. <laughs> I, I'm kind of at a loss because I don't know. Is oil, is that like a thing? I thought so at the beginning of this sentence. And, <laughs> but the more that I the more that I got talking, I, I'm <laughs> not really sure. Maybe that's why nobody listens to us. We don't know where the countries are. I don't know where the countries mm-hmm. are down there. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, with Alan Big, oil industry, you know, he showed up on just a lot of barges. Just a lot of large ships kind of coming for the oil. And they happily nicknamed it Bargentina just right oh. after him. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your biggest contribution that you <laughs> you made a wordplay? Yeah, I showed up to the country and they they made it a nickname. They yeah. gave it a nickname immediately after me being there. They're <laughs> one thing about the Argentinians, they're not a creative bunch. Um, <laughs> they were they were gonna they would have called us Cargentina if we would have come up in cars. Like yeah. it's, I mean, they're. <laughs> They've got one joke down there. <laughs> yeah, so. they said, where are you from? You said America. They said, oh, that's so far, Argentina. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you mean, as a Spanish-speaking country, they make word plays in English? <laughs> yep. <laughs> humor just hasn't landed there. They can only do very specific humor in English. Yeah. No humor in Spanish. <laughs> and you showed up there, immediately had a joke. I mean, you can imagine just, I, we're, we're pulling into port. And I'm I've got a mic on the on the deck, just <laughs> standing on a Connex doing a stand up bit. They're like, "Is this Carnival Cruises?" <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's just a barge just <laughs> with his navy of barges pulling up, <laughs> and you hop off in high vis gear, looking for oil, mm-hmm. just surveying. Yeah, and that's your you summer. That's your vacation. Yeah, my summer is a lot of work. <laughs> I take off for three months. Take off on my regular job to. Go down and dig for oil. Just you with a shovel. With an entire crew to run my barges. <laughs> I gotta ask, have you found any oil yet, or are you just kind of, you were, were pre no we, uh, barges? And <laughs> Strangely enough, we haven't found any oil. The only oil we can find is already in people's vehicles. So <laughs> we've been siphoning it out of the vehicles and putting it onto our barges. You've been frauding. Who have you been frauding? <laughs> well, I don't have you, investors. Yeah. <laughs> You do with the oil, then. <laughs> I just take all the oil that I find during the summer months and then use it at my home during the winter months. I also have to somehow get back to America, so I use that oil for the boats as well. Okay. <laughs> what do you use oil for the home? You know, we, we don't have electricity, so we use, like, oil lamps. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 With the... You're, you're kind of not able to kill whales anymore, so you can't use their... <laughs> Can't use their blubber for uh, for oil lamps, so is that what we you stick say to regular when, oil. Is that what you say when people are like, please stop stealing these poor Argentinians' oil? You're like, well, let me kill whales and I will. I say, point me to the nearest whale. Get, show me a humpback. Show me a big old sperm whale. <laughs> let me take out a harpoon and stab it a yeah. bunch. Yeah, you turn into Ahab. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> you have a mic in one hand and a harpoon in the other. It's all, you know, 
It's all about presentation, first off. You know, I want them to know that I've got something to say because I have a mic. Yeah. Um, and also wanted to know that I'm a bit of a warrior. <laughs> knock, knock, who's there? Harpoon. Harpoon, just, that's it. <laughs> that's into it. the water. You didn't uh, see a whale. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I haven't se- I've never seen a whale before. <laughs> You're just like, ah, I hope this one hits. <laughs> yeah. It's just me throwing it out of the water. <laughs> I lose a lot of money on harpoons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some of them don't hit the water. You're just hitting the front deck. The, the, the bow of the ship looks like a porcupine back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be you. <laughs> it's just a, you live your life one day at a time. <laughs> Every day is a new adventure. It's the same adventure. <laughs> except for the three months that are, that are the exact same of me stealing oil from cars in Argentina. You really emphasize having light in your house because the amount of oil you bring back. Because like you have so you have a surplus mm-hmm. of oil and like oil burning lamps. You don't burn a lot of oil, so like. You just well, we don't. I mean, we don't just light our house. Explain. We one of our things is we like to light local libraries uh, because people people who study they like to do it the old fashioned way. Is this your belief or is it factual? Aren't you just going around to local libraries and just cutting the power to force? These people to read by candlelight. You know, now that you mention it, yes. <laughs> do I impose my beliefs on people because I think they should do what I want them to? Yeah, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Is it wrong? I wish there was a way we could determine if I was wrong, but I'm. <laughs> but there's no way to do it. So local libraries are now reading by candlelight. <laughs> Good luck figuring out the Dewey Decimal System <laughs> with your oil lamp. Go back to the way they wrote the Constitution. That's right. You know? That's right. Like, just a room full of white men making decisions. <laughs> <laughs> if you have Argentinian friends, we don't have any listeners in Argentina, which we think is a travesty. I think probably the biggest travesty. Like, list off travesties right now, Ivan. Like the Holocaust, would you? <laughs> no. Not a good one. You couldn't um, come up with like 9 to 11 different yeah. tragedies? <laughs> None are ringing a bell wow. right now. Um, well, your list is very short, so it makes it easy for this Argentinian situation to hit the top of the list. Like for me and Alan, <laughs> we'd have to argue <laughs> why this is a bigger travesty than the Holocaust. Hmm. I'm just not seeing it. He's not seeing it. Do you want to light a lamp, an oil lamp? Let me let me light an oil lamp for you. Zach, if you can edit in the sound of an oil lamp just being... With what, a, with why you, what does that sound what like? What does that sound like? <laughs> I don't know. You I think give us the sound. You'll, you'll figure it out. <laughs> Put the sound of me like putting it down onto the table, scooting it over to Evan. <laughs> Just do the cup. So Just put the cup on the table and scoot it. You're supposed to produce this show. <laughs> you want me to be the full blown sound engineer? <laughs> I want you to have a, a morning radio show soundboard where when we say things, you just. Bow, wow, wow, yeah, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of like air horns and spring yeah. noises. Oh, I thought of one. Oh, well, did okay. they give women the right to vote? Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Oh, well, the Argentini thing, worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> so if uh, you're from Argentina, uh, listen, please. We we need we need the listeners down there, to be honest with you. Yeah, God, please, somebody. We're trying to come up with a little bit more diversity on the show. What You want to speak Spanish real quick, just to show that we're trying? Uh, what's the Spanish for, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, No. <laughs> Little accent over the O. <laughs> uh, squiggly line. Whatever it's called. 
Welcome to Questionable Detour. <laughs> uh, let's do a hypothetical. Dave, can I pose a somewhat abstract, purely hypothetical question? I guess I, I want to apologize for asking a hypothetical question. Well, that's a hypothetical question. All right, so our hypothetical for today involves being a waiter or waitress, where I'm not putting y'all in a box. You are allowed you. to be a waitress as well. Y'all would be beautiful women. I mean, just put a wig on one of you and wife be warned. <laughs> I feel like you thought about this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the way you're looking at us right now. Not too much, but also not too little. <laughs> What's a what's a, an amount that's too weird? <laughs> <laughs> like I I, I want to know the amount that's too weird, but also I want to know the amount where you just, you say to me, Zach, you haven't thought about this enough. That's that I want the Goldilocks zone, mm-hmm. which is I, ironically what I would call y'all in a wig. I want the <laughs> Goldilocks zone of. How much can I think about y'all in a wig before it's too weird? If you're thinking about us in wigs more than you're thinking about bathwater going down a shower drain, then it's too much. <laughs> it's it's a weird bar to set, but it listen, is, there's no is. other bar I out mean, there, there for this. No, so. no, that is that is. <laughs> I just checked. <laughs> that is the only bar. Research, but anyway, waiter or if y'all were so if y'all were to be a waiter or waitress serving others, bringing them their food, how would y'all go about it? So for me, it's all about keeping what's important when you're waiting and when you're not waiting. So before you even pull up to a, or your restaurant to work your shift and you're just living your everyday life, what are you thinking is the most important thing? Family, mm-hmm. friends, and what's the, the what's Lord. behind all that? What's behind all that? Love. Oh, okay. <laughs> this got very wholesome. Okay. <laughs> so I just want to make sure that's reciprocated in my work life. Sure. You, don't interrupt me. No. <laughs> I'm along for the ride. Yeah, yeah. I want people to feel loved when I wait on them. That's great. At the restaurant. Very hospitable of you. Right. So, of course, there's different ways that we're going to do that and address that and how we're going to display that love. And most of that is physical. Um, I'll just go ahead and say that. Most of it, if not all of it, is physical. Maybe you take their drink order mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, I want some water. Mm. I'm like, oh. I love that for you. Okay. You're such a healthy queen. <laughs> and you're like, before I go and get you this water, let me give you a little bit of love until I get back. So I'll just give them one big lick down the side of their face. <laughs> just say, you you think about that while I go get your water. Because that moisture that's on the side of your face, just think about that sliding down your gullet whenever you're drinking this water. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know if that's any better. <laughs> When when you're getting hydrated from this this water you just ordered and I just brought to you, just think of the love I put into it. You yeah. know, <laughs> they're gonna think they're gonna think you spit in their glass <laughs> if you lick their face and go. Do you see how there is parallel between the wetness on the side of your cheek and the water in this glass? And you say, think of the love. It's not a leap. <laughs> you get there very easily. I do not spit in their drink. Sure, when I'm hitting the little lever to pour the water at the water fountain, am I, like, really into it? Yeah. And I'm sitting there, like, it's pouring, like, and I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Get in that cup. <laughs> oh, it's going to feel so good going down their gullet. Oh, my God. That is some good water. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, sure, yeah. I do that. I'll say I do that. I feel like you kind of, like, maybe kiss the glass of water as you send it out. 
Well, I have health codes to maintain. So oh, okay. Sure, I'll do like a little, you know, kiss with my hand and motion to the glass. Right, uh, yeah. Kind of like a kiss. kiss. Yeah. To just make sure that it knows that it's it's loved. So it gets there with a little bit of love on it, you know? And just adds that little extra spice to the water. Yeah. He's, he's saying he doesn't add anything to the water, but... Everything he's saying. <laughs> the picture that's being painted says otherwise. <laughs> Adding a little extra spice to the water. The quote unquote love he's calling out is really ambiguous. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking he's drugging people. I think he's putting ecstasy in the water. The love drug. Because, <laughs> yeah, he might leave the table and those poor patrons are petrified after he licked up their the side of their face. Mm-hmm. Why they haven't left is beyond me. <laughs> they take one sip of that water, and the next time he comes back, <laughs> they are just rubbing themselves on the back of the chair and just so happy to be alive. He just kind of walks back to the table. I see things have already started. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all begun without me. <laughs> just kind of swaying in their seats. Yeah. You know? They're like, hey, waiter, Evan. <laughs> you always had that hair? <laughs> Going back to the licking, <laughs> sure. let's let's say there's a table of five. <laughs> People can't see this, but Evan just did math in his head. <laughs> Visible math. <laughs> do you just lick one, or do you go for all five? It depends on what they order. Oh, <laughs> so water. Yeah, it's a good lick. Anybody that gets a water, they get a lick. I'm I'm walking mm-hmm. out too. I'm licking them. I'm putting some moisture <laughs> on their face. Of course. Yeah. Nash just love. Um, if they get a drink that maybe has a little bit too much sugar in it, maybe they get like a just a large strawberry margarita or something like that with just a lot of sugar, alcohol in it. And I'm like, that's I'm like, baby, that's that's nice, but that's not that great for you. You know, it's not it's no water. Um, so I kind of give them just like a kind of like brush them with my lips. I'm not gonna give them a full lick. You give them like butterfly kisses. Oh yeah, with like your eyes and your eyelashes. You kind of give them a little yeah, little butterfly <laughs> kiss on their <laughs> cheek. <laughs> Do a little bit of butterfly kisses and just let them know we're not there yet, but we could be if you just you step water. it up a notch. Yeah, <laughs> if you would just hydrate, <laughs> this would go a lot better. I just want what's best for them. Now, what if there's a table of five and they each get water? Now, I like to imagine that they're sitting around this round table and they're petrified by the fact you just licked the first patron. They're like, oh my gosh, that might be a one-off. This guy's nuts. But all of a sudden, you just licked the second one. By the third one, they realize, this is coming around to me. (laughs) Are they still sitting there? Are they moving? Has one pulled a gun on you? Now, have you ever looked a deer dead in the eyes whenever you're approaching it with a moving vehicle? They are stunned and they cannot move <laughs> because they are overwhelmed with love. Because the Mack truck that yeah. is your tongue it's is coming. Them. It's coming and it's going to do damage. <laughs> Some bones may be broken. That's all I'm going to say. And my windshield may not make it out of this, but I'm doing it anyway. Yeah. You know, what do you say to them? Are there, are there sweet nothings that you, you might whisper in their ear? We saved that for dessert, baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't this order. Is just I didn't order drinks. anything. You don't gotta call me baby. <laughs> this is just drinks, baby. Oh. So this is just drink. So let's say Alan orders a steaming hot chicken quesadilla. Ooh, that's a good one. What's your uh, what's your go to sign of love for a, a nice 
just a hearty dinner, something like that. I want them to know what's coming yeah. uh, when they get received their meal. So Alan puts his order into me saying chicken quesadilla. I say, oh, big boy, that's a that's a good order. <laughs> I want him. You say that very close to him. Yeah, I say, big boy, that that order right there is pristine. <laughs> How much are you grabbing his thigh when this happens? Not a little. <laughs> Not an insignificant amount. Yeah, and I stand Very up. noticeable. <laughs> so I want to leave him with something that's going to last. It's going to carry him till his dinner arrives. Yeah. I want some, some love to be bestowed upon him so he knows what's coming for him when that dinner arrives. And so I like to pick him up, just slightly bend him over the table and give him a nice <sighs> smack on the tushy. <laughs> You're going to spank him? You're going to spank him? It's a spank. He likes it. Just a little tap. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> mm. just, just something to leave a little burning sensation while he's waiting on his food. So he doesn't stop thinking about me because he loves me. So let's say Alan orders a water and a chicken quesadilla. You're going to lick the side of his face and then give him a little spanking? Oh, yeah. Don't forget about the thigh grab at the <laughs> beginning. Alan. Can't forget about the thigh Alan, grab. will you ever feel more loved than <laughs> that situation? I, I don't know that I will. That's a lot of physical contact. <laughs> and not your standard ones either. Yeah, that's not like a handshake. No, no. You you give this to somebody. Do they? You're guaranteeing them to feel love? There's, there's no feeling of assault in this? No, this is all love, baby. It's all <laughs> love. So it's, it's all love or it's all love, baby? It's, it's all love, baby. <laughs> do you think this it's is going to be something that he's going to do for the rest of our time? I, you know, I don't know. I, I, think, I think it could work for him. <laughs> Evan's going to start wearing a gold chain and everything's going to end in baby. Yeah, yeah baby. Uh, going to be leaned against any wall. Never standing upright. Yeah. Always, always <laughs> propped up against something. Got to get my long cigarettes out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what do you do after the order's been placed, they've eaten, and uh, they ask for the check? What's your go-to for when you, you finally hand the check? See... The thing is, when when you're handing them the check, that's your big sell. I'm a man. I got to make money. Sure. I I need a good tip. Mm -hmm. This is your last chance to win them on your side. You kind of got to go all out for this one. Mm. (laughs) You have to go out for this one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's hear it. When you're putting that check down, you glance across the table, look each person straight in their eyes, and you make a mad dash for them. How far away are you? Just on the other side of the table. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But you want to be on them, not on, eh. you want to be (laughs) (laughs) rushing them as fast as you can to get to their lips as fast as you can. You want to lay one good smacking on them. Like one, like, cartoonish kiss. Absolutely. You want them and yourself to be just sopping wet when it's over. (laughs) Like, around your face. You're going to be sopping wet because you came over the table. (laughs) You knocked knocked over the the glasses. glasses. (laughs) A lot of steak sauce. You did Uh, a sliding right through that quesadilla. (laughs) Just cheese everywhere. I I like that you didn't eat the quesadilla because you're so mortified. (laughs) You lost your appetite completely. Yeah, I I, I don't know if we're allowed to leave here now. (laughs) Seems like an active crime scene. (laughs) So you want to... You want to lay a slopper, sloppy one on yes. each one of them. Yeah. And then at the end of it, whoever goes to take the put their card you know, with the check and mm-hmm. pay for it, you immediately get on one knee and you propose to them. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> you propose to everybody that pays? You do. Because you want them to know 
you love them enough to marry them right mm. now. You're mm. commit. Yeah. Yeah, you're committed, you're committed to them. If only they'll just give you a better tip. How many people say yes? Have not had one yet. Yep, yep. But there's always hope for tomorrow. There's always the next table. <laughs> there's always someone else to love. Heaven forbid somebody walk into this restaurant, get seated in your section. Yeah. The <laughs> the the <laughs> the, uh, the, ho- the hostess. She's gonna go. Oh, welcome, table of four. She's gonna write it down and then realize that it's <laughs> they're gonna have to get sat in your section, and she's gonna look up and be like, "Oh no." <laughs> I apologize. Just whispering, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. Follow me. I imagine this poor group of people gets back into their car and they just have to sit there for a second, just blankly staring out the front of their window. I think they're all going to therapy. (laughs) The dad's just kind of tapping on the the steering wheel. (laughs) They breathe and they're like, What'd you say? Huh? What? 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 (laughs) Huh? Like they just go back and forth, like they're just not in the moment at all. The wife's like, "Are we gonna?" And the husband's like, "No, not, not, no, no. Hold, just, just sit, just sit." They turn on the car, and a love song comes on, and they turn it immediately. They're like, "Ah, oh, no." Dad's like, "We never talk about this." Yeah. Again. <laughs> uh, um, what kind of tips do you get? <laughs> and I mean that specifically. <laughs> Just robust ones. Big old tips. Okay. <laughs> Should we leave it at that? Should really we leave it at that? Seems like robust. a good place to yes. good place to move on. Uh, give them love. It's a waiter. It's <laughs> Where you draw the line is strictly up to you, it seems. <laughs> Evan, always a little rapey. <laughs> All right, Alan. You take over your shift at a high-end restaurant. How are you as a waiter? So when I go up to the table, I meet the meet the nice family. I like to tell them a little bit about our menu. I like to tell them, look, all of our food ethically sourced, mm. fair traded. All of our meat comes from free range animals, mm-hmm. and that's all great. However, the staff at this restaurant not ethically sourced, <laughs> not fairly traded. <laughs> And uh, not free range. (laughs) (laughs) Not free Okay. Not free range. I'm not going to jump into any conclusions, so you can continue. They're fine outside of work. Oh, okay. But the minute that they walk in the door, they go over to a little section of the restaurant that is fenced off. They've got a little, small, not coop, but (laughs) maybe a coop (laughs) where they have to climb into, and they wait there (laughs) until it's time to go to a table. And then we direct the waiters out to the table. Do you put them on, you know, like a dog lead or like a run, a they're, wire that goes from one side to the other? You put they've them got, in a collar? Yeah, they've got a cable, a series of cables going from the roof, just so they don't get too far away. <laughs> so they don't get lost. You know? Yeah, yeah. They're walking up with chains on their feet to the mm-hmm. table, and they're mm-hmm. like, hi, my name is Zach. <laughs> what'd, you like to, what'd you like to order? And then I kind of snap at him, and I'm like, specials. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Would you like to hear of our specials? Are they in like orange jumpsuits? Yeah. It, yeah. So what it is, is we look for people who have been convicted. You know, they used to be locked up. We, we, we look for people who want a second chance. And that's mainly because there's so many 
bars, you know, mm-hmm. and fences mm-hmm. in our restaurant, keeping people in. Mm-hmm. We're looking for people who have experience being in. <laughs> you know, we by second chance you mean a second chance to go to prison. A second chance. <laughs> To go to prison, yeah. To do it all over again and do it right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, people can't, they can't really function outside of prison, you know? they, they you make that assumption. It's a big assumption. They, they wake up the next morning, you know, after they're, after they're out of prison, they go grab their soap bar. Oh, wow, it's not hollowed out. There's not a shiv inside here. <laughs> you know, they don't, they, they, they don't know what to do. So what they do is they come to look at this high-end restaurant high-end that we have the menu's three things the menu is oh, three beans. things one <laughs> of and one sandwich. of them is mush it's just <laughs> it's just called mush but they see these fences and they see the barbed wire and they get to thinking they said feels like home yeah let me let me apply well they don't have to apply because we didn't source them ethically we <laughs> we, <laughs> we just take them and shove them they, in the fence they left the prison gates and right into a van like yeah, it was like you know, it was super nice that the that the prison you know allowed them transportation out. You know, after they got released from jail, turns out it's not the prison; it's me. Yeah, I've got a van. I'm bringing these these convicts to a better jail, <laughs> a jail that allows my restaurant to profit. So, what do you do as the waiter? Are you just a waiter in like a guard uniform, <laughs> like just swinging a baton? Like like head waiter yeah, kind of, okay. yeah, but yeah. don't have to be on a cable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing that. Um, yeah, I, I do have the baton though. Um, so like if I if I see him getting slow or mm. like maybe on the floor gambling, <laughs> I come over there and like I hit him behind the knees yeah. and I'm like, all right, Back to table four. <laughs> you know, you know how prisoners do. <laughs> they're always they're always gambling, Just playing jacks. You know? <laughs> Do you strip search them every time they come into work? Mm. No. What I do is I just come in and I we keep them sick. So it's it's a it's <laughs> like unhealthy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We keep we keep them unhealthy. So they've always got at least a mild cold. So they're coughing and everything. So I say cough and do it right. <laughs> so, so in your bathroom, it doesn't say employees must wash hands. It, it says, says employees <laughs> should not wash hands. It, it, they should not wash hands. <laughs> In fact, they should lick the doors. <laughs> but yeah, if they give me one good cough, I'll know they're not trying to sneak anything in. Or they, I'll find it. Yeah, you know. if they cough and you hear like a metal clang hit the floor, yeah. you're like, ah. Oh. Yeah, then I'll know, okay, well. We have plenty of shifts here. Yeah. You didn't need to sneak them in. <laughs> this is also prison. <laughs> in the roles that your your restaurant has, are there shifts hidden? Like, do the patrons have to like really... Like maybe search the roles for shivs. It, th- well, they're they're actually not in the roles. They're in the uh, the napkins that the silverware are rolled up into. Yeah, yeah. But it's not everyone. So it's kind of like if you get one, it's sort of like a prize. Yeah. Like you know, everybody else is getting their normal forks and knives. Well, this guy, he got a toothbrush with an exacto blade in it. You know, like he <laughs> a wins. Down toothbrush. <laughs> it's like hitting a Wonka golden ticket. Yeah, and see, and one of the cool things about the restaurant is though is that like you can kind of you can barter with the staff. Oh, cool! So yeah. like obviously that's something that's a keen item that they'd be that so like they'd be interested in, in getting. You bring in a pack of ramen. Yeah, you may, yeah. I mean that's <laughs> that's serious. That 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 is serious. So you can trade that ramen <laughs> or toothbrush with an exacto blade in it. You know, trade that to the to the inmates. So if they win the the shiv lottery, do they then get to go stab a one of the waiters 
they they get uh, <laughs> like it's a, like a little prize. Yeah, they so they, they they can trade with the inmates, but you know, like you like you're saying, they can they can start a riot. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask, are there riots and prison breaks? Yeah, so you know, they say you always want to like try to fight the biggest guy in prison. Mm-hmm, so I mean, mm-hmm. if you're the, if you're the guy with a knife or the the shiv, you go try and find the biggest waiter. <laughs> so you go in there and you just kind of not really to the death because we we still need people to work right, there, right. but. If you lose, if you lose, they take your place. As the patron. As the patron, yeah. Okay. And then you're the staff. So that former inmate, current inmate waiter now goes home with your family. <laughs> so every waiter is just, they see the ship on the table and they're like, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> go on and go for I it. I wish it. you would. <laughs> Seems like pure chaos and not a family restaurant, I would no, say. Well, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Family families are advised not to not to come there because I mean let's say your kid gets the shiv yeah well he's I mean, not he's, a- he's not winning a fight you know <laughs> he's he's gonna be stuck there he's as a as me. an employee prisoner <laughs> and then the family who lost their not dead but lost their child to uh, employment mm-hmm. uh, they're gonna go home with a six seven three hundred pound man mm-hmm. pretending to be their nine year old son yeah. But the cool thing about it is, is he's, is he's already familiar with the bunk bed system, ah, so yeah. there's nothing nothing new for him there. He's <laughs> he, he he can be a kid. They turn the corner and go in that kid's room. They go, let's go, little Timmy, and he's just in there like sharpening, whittling a, a <laughs> stick. <laughs> Wait, so this whole system of them trading places, whenever they get off their shift, and like little Timmy gets off his shift, does he just go home and like get? He goes to bed? where the inmate lives. Oh. <laughs> Which is not a good plan. Which is not a good. I mean, it's it's whatever house you get outside of prison. I mean, <laughs> government housing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would like to know if people listening would rather go to Evans or Allen's. Who's whose restaurant? What restaurant? What's the restaurant called? By the way, it's called the Chained Restaurant. We've got minimum security, maximum fun. Maximum fun. It's not a chain restaurant. Like, it doesn't have multiple locations, but it no. is a chain restaurant. It's chained only because all the employees are. <laughs> <laughs> this are? this restaurant would not would not survive in a, in a franchise chain situation. <laughs> <laughs> it's singular. One spot. Well, let me throw my bit in. Here is what I would do as a waiter. I want to give them the best experience. I want to dote on them as much as possible. And sure, I'm going to give them food. I'm going to give them drink. But I want to I want to pamper them. And here's how I'll go. I will hire a creepy little slinky man that go runs around under the tables, right? And he sees an unshaven leg. Oh god. <laughs> under one of these tables. He'll take out a, a razor and just and shave his leg. And shave her leg. Oh. Just to give them a nice shave. <laughs> will it be dry? Will it have shaving cream? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. It, it, the razor does not get changed. It's the same uh, razor for yikes. every leg. <laughs> but guess what? They have now like nice, well, not nice. They have, not clean. They have a shaven leg. <laughs> Maybe. I see that they have uh, grown too much hair on top of their head. Mm. While maybe they're looking in the menu, I come up with a clipper. Just buzz right over mm. their head. Just give them a quick haircut. And not even like a full one. Just is this you or is it still the slinky man? Yeah. 
while this slinky, skinny little goblin man, what I would akin to uh, Smeagol or Gollum from mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, while he is shaving their legs, I'm going to go ahead and take that clipper and just go right down the middle of their head. <laughs> so they're kind of gritting their teeth because it is not a sharp razor blade down They're afraid the to move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Too many razors near them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go right down the middle of their head. That way, they just look a little bit nicer. Maybe. I go to do it to myself right in front of them. Just shave my head. Right I'm sure you're all on the same page. <laughs> Might as well. Maybe. The golem-like figure under the table wants to give him a little foot bath. He just... A bucket. Just of water. <laughs> Fishy water. Doesn't even take off their shoes. <laughs> <laughs> just dips. Just dips their foot right in that just five-gallon bucket that he's found in the back. Probably a mop bucket. This guy, this slinky golem man, seems like <laughs> the kind of guy that would be singing sort of, not loudly, but singing kind of quietly yeah, as, he, as he does it. Like yeah. joyfully. Yeah. 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 Like he's a little too into it. Like he gets pleasure from like it. He's like singing like a folk song. Yeah. Just- not a song you know. <laughs> one that makes you like kind of apprehensive. Uh, but, yeah. Like, know? The days are long. The nights are short. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you in tomorrow's court. <laughs> Just something that doesn't make any sense. Vaguely, like, ambiguous uh, European folk song. Yeah, Yeah, he's um, not wearing too many clothes, but enough. You know, maybe I take, I pin their hand onto the table, paint their nails. Not with, like, like nail polish, just with a normal-sized paintbrush. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And just wall paint, and just go right over their hand. Like, sure, yeah, the rest of the hand's painted, but the nails get painted, too, which I think they're going for. And it leaves a nice silhouette on the tablecloth, yeah. too. <laughs> it's kind of like an art project. Yeah. Of all the people I've ruined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a cave painting. Have you ever thought of uh, using a paint sprayer? <laughs> <laughs> or a roller? <laughs> uh, maybe as they leave, I'll just hit them with a paint spray and yeah. just kind of leave silhouettes on the wall as they leave. <laughs> But they'll be running, so their arms will be like yeah. up and suspended in the air. <laughs> yeah, they'll have the silhouette of them leaving the child behind <laughs> as they leave. It'll like tell a story the whole yeah. way of how a family abandoned their children. Yeah. It shows the child's outstretched arms as the <laughs> as the parent just runs away. I'll go and paint a little blue tear right where it should be, <laughs> and then like some weird man with an like really long greasy hair. Kind of comes and takes the child. Oh, <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. of the man. I can't. <laughs> you watched the whole thing. <laughs> you were just spraying everyone that went by. Just a silhouette of a greasy-haired man, kind of usher, ushering away this child <laughs> into a dark van. I like how his hair is so greasy that you can tell that just from the. Overspray of the paint. You can tell. <laughs> there's a there's a weird sheen to it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I I, I will pamper myself. Table to shave my head, shave my legs, just throw my leg right up on the table, just like I, as if I'm a a girl in the shower, just shaving my leg. Maybe sing a merry tune. Mm. Maybe have the golem slinky man, you know, pour a bucket of water over me as if mm. I am in the shower. While I'm taking their order, you just want to be on the same level as as the people coming well, to your I restaurant. I want to be pampered too. I deserve it. I'm yeah, working hard yeah. taking all these people's orders. Yeah, and by the end of the day, you'll look like Britney Spears when she was having a meltdown. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I say this 
out of the kindness of my heart and with all the love for you. But oh, I don't know if I want your love after hearing <laughs> your answer. I do think you need to see a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you and the Gollum man together. <laughs> me, me and the Gollum man see therapists all the time when they come in to eat. Do they come in for research purposes? I'm not sure. <laughs> they come in, sit at a table. I, uh-huh. I take their order either way. They're asking me all these personal questions. They like, do a lot of writing while they're in there, yeah. don't they? Yeah. And they're like, no, no, order. This is the menu. Stop talking. Tell me your order. <laughs> Tell me your order. Stop talking. I, you know, I don't. My dad is not on this menu. Why are you asking about him so much? Like, what is your relationship with the Slinky Man? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was about to say, Alan. Does the Slinky Man just kind of sound not real? <laughs> Like he's kind of just is a figment. Is it a multi-personality uh-huh. thing? Does it sound like it could be Zach in a greasy wig? <laughs> <laughs> just rolling around on the floor? Yes, it does sound like that. <laughs> like, I have a multi- like I have multiple personalities. Like at one minute I'm taking the order of these people and then my the light behind my eyes just goes out. Yeah. <laughs> just suddenly. Like a shark trying to bite something. Like mm-hmm. how their eyes roll back in their head. And then I just throw on a wig and go to the table really quick. <laughs> they like look down at their menu and they look back up and you're gone. They're like, where'd it go? They start feeling my hand, like fingers yeah. on their legs. <laughs> they feel your greasy hair first. It's just like draped across their feet. Down there just swinging his head back and forth. Uh, maybe. Really, I can't answer that question. Uh, because the one personality doesn't remember the person what happens in the other personality's time. You know? Oh, that, yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's why I was saying this seems like a question for your therapist. <laughs> um, really just asking Alan about that to make sure I, he was on the same page with yeah, me. Yeah, no, I'm following you. I'm, I was kind of wondering if we were to ask you, is the slinky man here with us now, what you would say? <laughs> Have you looked under the table? But Well, you did confirm that you don't know what what he's doing. Uh, not a, he's his own person. Mm-hmm. I am afraid to not look at you. Uh, <laughs> I think one fear. of us needs to have our eyes on him at all times. That way, we we don't risk him scampering under the table <laughs> and getting out that rusty blade. <laughs> singing my singing my cult song. Is there like a third personality that cooks the food? Yeah, I just uh, put on an old greasy apron and turn around to just a, a hot plate that I've mm-hmm. been carrying. Not on something, just in my hand. It's burning my hand <laughs> actively. <laughs> I'm just like grit, like nursing my teeth as it, like it just burns. I'm just like kind of, you know, cooking some eggs or something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the personality switches back and I'm back to the waiter. And then the personality switches again. I'm right under the table. <laughs> What's the food doing when you switch? <laughs> I just drop it. Like it just <laughs> the moment the personality switches, it just falls right to the ground. Oh, I figured you had like the the plate just burning a hole in your hand and you turn around and you're like, Ooh, hot plate, hot plate. <laughs> you drop it and your hand is just like searing yeah. red and blisters all over it. Yes, the other two personalities, uh, they feel pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's also kind of like a Mexican restaurant when you get fajitas and like, ooh, hot plate, hot plate. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. It's like you're really like burning, yeah. But you know, as the the cook, I have like a very New York accent. I have tattoos, mm. yeah. Um, that I guess I have to tattoo on me <laughs> between <laughs> the transition from waiter to cook. I guess, uh, yeah. you know, you have to get it removed every time you transition <laughs> yeah. back. And when you're back in the kitchen, you're like bark. You bark orders, and instead of people saying "Yes, Chef," it's just you saying "Yes, Chef" to you. Yeah, I'm like, get this plate <laughs> out. Yes, Chef. I just like switch places, and then the scene changes, 
And the twist is, I am also <laughs> the patron. <laughs> and it just, the camera pulls out and it's just me eating. <laughs> just like a dead rat. <laughs> like not even cooked. Sounds like a really weird student art film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you are senile. <laughs> And then as it as it fades to black, it just sees me switching between each of the personalities, and then it just fades to black. And uh, I don't know. That's the end. It sounds like you have serious problems. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. there's a lot of underlying issues, and we only have an hour here done, so <laughs> no time to unpack. There's it. a lifetime of issues that cannot be unpacked in the, mm-hmm. the hour that we have. But I do tip myself well, so yeah. I'm just saying maybe y'all should try to be the patrons to your mm-hmm. waiter. You know. You never end up with any more money, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, changing the same hand. No matter how well you tip, you have the same amount of money. <laughs> if I, you say that, but I tip myself, and then the cook buys cigarettes, and mm. uh, the Gollum Slinky Man. <laughs> I don't Everybody's know. got to get their cut. Yeah. Know. Well, if, uh, if there are any businesses, restaurants, eateries that would like to hire us three to be y'all's uh, wait staff, I, we're available. Well trained. We get it. <laughs> we know why you want to hire us. We we understand. Zach is five different guys, so <laughs> <laughs> you only have to pay me one salary though, so <laughs> it's a steal to the profit margins. So as dedicated listeners will know, Alan lives a double life. He has two families, he has multiple jobs. When he walks into the studio, the secretary here greets him with, Hey Two Face, because he lives a completely other life outside of, uh, outside of questionable detour. It's nicer than what the secretary used to call me, though. <laughs> What's he used to call you? Hey, old butt muncher. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't think very highly of me. The secretary's my wife. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as we've talked about, this is my house, <laughs> and she does not like Alan. So, in saying that, we're going to read a news article about. Alan and his adventures. We interrupt this program for a breaking news story. Breaking news. Hold on. This is breaking news. As fate may have it, we have one right here. It starts like this. In a bizarre turn of events, local entrepreneur Alan has unveiled his latest business venture, blending wolves, tube socks, and pigtails into a concoction that has left the community both baffled and entertained. Dubbed Howlin' Hosiery Haven, Allen's establishment promises a unique shopping experience where customers can browse through a selection of tube socks while being accompanied by friendly wolves. Yes, you read that right. Live wolves! The daring move aims to provide shoppers with an adrenaline rush and, of course, make socks shopping an unforgettable adventure. But the madness doesn't stop there. Not only are customers encouraged to bring their own pigtails as a quirky accessory, but there's also a special section dedicated to a pigtail-themed tube socks. Alan claims this trend will redefine fashion and have people squealing with delight. <laughs> Gross. The <laughs> grand opening event featured a peculiar fashion show where models strutted down the runway wearing tube socks adorned with pigtails, all while accompanied by well-trained wolves. Spectators couldn't help but howl with disbelief and laughter. <laughs> Local authorities, initially puzzled by the unconventional business model, have given Alan the green light, stating, As long as it's legal and the wolves are well-fed, why not? In an exclusive interview, Alan revealed his inspiration for the venture. I wanted to create a shopping experience that breaks the mold. Something wild and wooly that people will remember. (laughs) 
Who says wolves, tube socks, and pigtails can't coexist? <laughs> While some critics argue that this venture may be just a flash in the pan, others believe it might be the next big thing in eccentric retail. Only time will tell if Howl and Hosiery Haven will become a roaring success or if it will be remembered as a tale of wolves, tube socks, and pigtails gone wild. All right, initially, Alan, I want to ask, who has ever told you that tube socks, wolves, and pigtails can't coexist? People <laughs> who have has been, said that? People <laughs> have been saying it for years. They live in a different town. You don't know them. I guess you feel very... <laughs> Very strongly. Oh, incredibly that those three strongly. things should be in one location. Yeah, and and not not just two of them. <laughs> no, not one in three different buildings. No, 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 sir, no, sir. All three, same establishment, together. What do you think? Just the trio of it does together. Like, what what's so special about having pigtails, wolves, and and tube socks? You looked out in the world. And you said, you know what this world doesn't have? A place where you can buy socks, pigtail items, mm-hmm. <laughs> and wolves. What, 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 how did you look out and find this need? Yeah, this place is, it's, it's what I like to call, the, it's like the Voltron of stores. <laughs> you take three just powerful, powerful forces. Wolves, pigtails, <laughs> and tube socks. You sound like you're a witch. <laughs> Throwing on, three things into a cauldron. On their own, while strong, they can't defeat the evil that is out there. Yeah. They need <laughs> to be together. They join forces in this strip mall in town. Yeah. Just <laughs> next to like a... like a Right uh, next to a payday loan place <laughs> and across from the Applebee's. <laughs> next to a coin laundry. <laughs> You can feel the hum off those washing machines if you lean up against the wall. <laughs> like home. Now, listeners can't see, but Alan has come to studio today with just tube socks on, mm-hmm. a, a pigtail, and just a wolf t-shirt. Like one of those really dramatic mm-hmm. wolf street t-shirts. Uh, he's not wearing pants. <laughs> but the wolf t-shirt is so large. <laughs> it's It's a... Triple XL, like it, it covers what it needs to cover. And the tube socks, also, they go up really far. <laughs> they're they're mid-thigh tube socks. They're basically stockings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm a guy, so they're called tube they're socks. Called tube <laughs> you created this store mm-hmm. just to fight evil? I, that's, that's, I think that's what I got out of it. Evil is, you know, evil's always going to be out there. Evil is anybody trying to get you down. Evil is your dad being like, that's a stupid business. <laughs> Why would you waste your money? Why would you waste my money on that? You told me you were going to college. Evil is somebody trying to get you down. How was, how big of a loan did you take out for this? What did the bank have to put a lien on for you to get Weirdly this loan? Weirdly enough, the bank wouldn't touch it. <laughs> And we're still trying to, we're, we're crunching numbers, trying to figure out why the bank wouldn't touch it. There was a little bit of slight robbery, you know, a little bit, a little bit of theft. Would you still to get all this money? <laughs> um, you know, I, I took a hostage. Someone's life. <laughs> you stole someone's life. I kidnapped my dad. Oh, okay. The hater. Because he the one hater. Yeah. Yeah. Know. Because that he didn't sense. believe in me. I sent a nice note to my mom. Got dad. 
I got Find dad. Alan. Better pay up. <laughs> you know, after a couple days, got the money. It took a couple days for her to pay? She was debating on what she needed to do. <laughs> she seems like she thought y'all were just like going Yeah, it seemed like, oh, like, a, like a bonding experience. She thought it was a weekend trip. It, it wasn't. How much money did you get out of her? Did you ring out of that old gal? We got like, I'm going to say $634. <laughs> We're not covering a lot. So with this grand opening, we're hoping to make bank. I mean, obviously people are going to come for the wolves yeah. and the tube socks and the pigtails. I mean, it's going to be drawing people. We're, we're going we're gonna to make that. We're going to double that money in at least a month. <laughs> I assume this business is just under like one of those outdoor picnic tents that, you know, people might <laughs> use for like a tailgate. <laughs> yeah, it's a... <laughs> You just have like packs of tube socks on the ground. We're yeah, I mean we're we're in we're in the strip mall building, but inside there we do have a bunch of those <laughs> tailgate tents set up. And these aren't real wolves; they're just chihuahuas you got from the animal society. They're chihuahuas and wolves clothing. No, it's actually it's not chihuahuas. What it is is we've we found a couple method actors from the local local film school yeah and they were really into you know just getting involved in their role uh so they're dressed up as dogs was wolves <laughs> so they're, they're they're crawling around on all fours doing what wolves do what part are they playing that they need to method act a wolf they are doing i don't know if you've ever seen the liam neeson movie the gray <laughs> they're doing a stage production of the gray <laughs> Now, do you give them different personalities? Like, one is kind of a tame wolf. Uh-huh. Do, does, do you give the other guy a role where he might bite a couple people? Mm-hmm. He's bitey wolf, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you named him bitey wolf? Bitey wolf, yeah. Yeah. When you hired him on, did you, like, hand him the scripts? And they're like, these are your roles? Mm-hmm. And y'all, like, did, like, a... Well, they were not necessarily... Not as much scripts as they were napkins, but like it's kind. Of, yeah. It's, I mean, you're, we're talking about the same thing. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. Really. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the article, it says the people that have shopped here were also howling. They were howling at what I thought was excitement. Sure. Yeah. Like my gosh, who put these three things in one place? <laughs> like, you know, it, that's it's it's enough to get anybody howling. What a hoot! <laughs> what I came to realize later on is that. The theater students had gotten a little too involved, <laughs> and they were in fact biting the customers, yeah, which yeah. caused them to howl in pain. Sure, absolutely. Of course, minor setback. Um, <laughs> I think I think we've cleared it with the staff, though. They're, they're they won't be doing that again. Where are you getting these pigtails from? Yeah. So what I'm doing, and I'll tell you a little bit of backstory on why I got into pigtails. As a child, my first crush was the Wendy's mascot. Not Dave oh. Thomas, uh, <laughs> the redheaded girl with the yeah, pigtails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wendy. Wendy. Yeah, I, I, I assume that's her name. Maybe <laughs> first childhood crush. Uh, she just seemed like a great, a great girl. You were. I've <laughs> been there. You sound like an only child, just bored in the back of the van as you drive around, getting crushes on signs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. I mean, was your dad a hater in that situation too, where he's like, "You can't date her; she's not real." Mm-hmm. You know, you she's a figment of your imagination. He said a lot of things like that. I said, "You're just holding her to too high of a standard. You just you think she's not real because you think that nobody could be that great." <laughs> and obviously, we didn't get we didn't get along. We didn't speak for eight years after that. But it's 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 no big deal. So now what we're doing is we're selling pigtail wigs. I don't know if y'all know, but it's kind of hard to get human hair. Just kind of. <laughs> yeah. Like people kind of want to hang on to that. 
So, so, so it's a wig. So yeah, they had bad yeah. journalism because they left out the fact that it was a wig. They just said pigtails and. I mean, I don't really understand what they were what <laughs> what they were thinking was going on in there. I, I mean, just had loose pigtails. I mean, let's be real. I mean, a wig is essentially loose pigtails, I guess. <laughs> let's be real. This journalist dreamed about being a journalist, covering the the best news stories, the most dramatic situations, mm-hmm. and somehow he got put on the case of a guy that spent six hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly the the Watergate scandal. <laughs> he was not there for very long. No, no, he he wasn't. I think a lot of this he just made up because he didn't want to. He didn't want to <laughs> stick around. If he would have stuck around, though, I would have told him how we got the pigtails. And what we what we're doing is we make them from horsetails. Oh, horsetail pigtails. Horsetail pigtails, exactly. Yeah. So what we're doing is we kind of just sneak up in a barn while a horse is sleeping and just just take some just take some one snips. at a time. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're there all we're there all night. <laughs> the horse in the barn is like is making so much noise, and the farmer's like, "What is going on out there?" And he walks out there. It's just you, <laughs> just. One by one. Yeah, collecting, boing, just collecting horse hair. And I'm making the boing noise as I pull one out. That's not actually what it sounds like when you pull a horsetail hair out of a horse. You're an expert, apparently. You would know. I I would. I would. And I'm sure those wigs stink. (laughs) We don't do any kind of washing. (laughs) We're we're strictly just putting them into the pigtail formation and putting them on the shelf. (laughs) Those babies are getting sold. And by pigtail formation, it's just... Horsetail with a rubber band in the middle. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Zach, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel here. Yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, Sell it and make money. Gosh. That's it. I, I mean, that sounds like a uh, one of those videos, business videos you see on TikTok. Don't reinvent the wheel. Sell it. That's right. Straight from the horse's mouth right there. The entrepreneur horse. Straight from the horse's tail. The horse's yeah. pigtail. Horse's tail pigtail. <laughs> How much money have you made? I don't want to. I don't want to make this like a Shark Tank situation. Mm-hmm. And I I'm knew glad. you were going to ask I'm, us for I'm money. Glad, you like know. you were going to. You were looking for a way to make money. Yeah, and so sharks. What I'm kind of trying to come up with here <laughs> is I need money uh, just to kind of keep the lights on right now. Sure. Yeah. Right now we're going on. We're doing half light. Uh, we're we're only keeping half the lights of the business on just to save money. <laughs> We've shut off the air. Yeah, yeah. We've just got one of, one of our wolves, is de- we call him Fan Wolf. He's devoted to uh, just fanning customers oh, as nice. they walk in because we don't have any air, which yeah. is... In- Unimaginative name. Like, <laughs> just Fan Wolf? <laughs> well, they're mostly named after what they do. How many furries do you get around this place with guys just dressed as wolves? Once they figured out what was going on down there, we, we have had some weirdos come yeah. by. Now... I'm advertising saying I love wolves. One of the mm. three things that I'm most known for. Yeah. So I can't get them. I can't get rid of them. But if they're going to hang out, I like to make them do some work. So I just get, <laughs> give them a broom. You know, say if you guys want to hang out with your kind, uh, you need to need to at least be doing something around here. So me and Evan go down to Howl and Hosiery Haven in this very rundown strip mall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On the left is one of those payday loan places, which is weird that you couldn't even get a loan from that, those places because they no. would loan money to anybody, <laughs> to drug dealers, to they loan money to the to the deceased. Yeah. Like they're they're a World War Two. <laughs> Uh, soldiers that are getting money from payday loans. <laughs> but they wouldn't loan you anything. They would not give me any money. <laughs> On the other side is just a coin laundry. Me and Evan walk into this building. Here's what we see. The lights are half off. One's flickering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a smell 
of horse manure mm-hmm. from the unwashed pigtail wigs that you have made. Yeah. Is that a teenager in a poorly made wolf costume? Yeah. <laughs> With a fan? That's right. Fan wolf. Fan wolf. <laughs> it looks like a rug <laughs> that he has draped <laughs> over himself. We don't provide the costume, yeah. so it could be a rug. <laughs> he just caught the wall. You didn't try it all. <laughs> You're just wearing a black and white Sherpa. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple other teenagers also that you call wolves on all fours, just kind of walking back and forth. There's no aisles. It's just your items are just kind of thrown mm-hmm. into the middle of this yeah. shopping room. And then you just have people, furries, that got off the beaten path. Mm-hmm. They're just sweeping. <laughs> but not in any direction, just kind of sweeping just generally. Yeah, we don't we actually don't have any kind of dustpan or anything, so they just they just sort of sweep. They're they're not working together either. Um, but we're just kind of proud that they're doing it. <laughs> and they're all wearing just thigh high tube socks. Yep, yep, yeah. The tube socks we haven't really gotten into. Um, I think that there should be a market for it. There's there's a big market for tube socks. Uh, yeah, yeah, but the thigh high ones. Oh, though. You, they're not tall enough for you. That's kind of why I started my own thing is because I don't think regular tube socks cut it. And also on my tube socks, you know, sometimes I like to put on, I like to put have pigtails printed on them. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. You know, it's your brand. Yeah, maybe a wolf. Sometimes I like to do uh, the double tube where it's a tube sock with PVC pipes printed all over it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> tube squared, if you tube will. Tube squared. Now let me pick your mind to see if you've thought about this tube squared. Maybe an inner tube? Uh, that you would put on a boat. Oh, I like so it. You like where your head's at. Water, yeah. You know, put it around like entrance to the sock. Oh, an actual tube. That's, yeah, put that's a nice. tube around your tube sock. <laughs> so you float in You're water. walking very weird. That's a, that's, <laughs> that is a great thought. idea. Yeah, it's like, it's like water wings for your legs. Exactly. Keep you up. kind of waddling. <laughs> where only your legs can stay above water, but the rest of your body. <laughs> goes under. You don't want to be top heavy. <laughs> <laughs> As I am imagining, there are no prices on anything. <laughs> no, honestly, we're we're doing good to we're doing good if people even come in. So I mean, <laughs> we have we really haven't bothered to price anything yet. Um it's our pricing strategy is sort of based off feelings. So it's like when you walk into that store and you see the wig you want to take home and you put it on your head, what price do you feel like you should give me? What if I say free? Because I am wearing a manure-ridden hair well, wig. That's that's where the problem with the feelings pricing comes in. Is because free is always an option. You don't like maybe snap your fingers and you get the furries to like hold both arms and force me to pay. Do you rob people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the furries they're they're a little bit more aggressive than the theater students. <laughs> so generally, I can just be I can just ask them to come over with their brooms and start start beating people that try to shoplift. No, I don't want to leave here today without asking you about this small little detail that you mentioned. I just want to make sure I have it fleshed out in my brain. While I have you in the teenagers dressed as wolves here, mm-hmm. how would you do a stage production of <laughs> Liam Neeson's The Grey? It is primarily and entirely mm-hmm. deep in the snow. It certainly is. And I'm really glad that you asked this. And I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad you didn't forget about the detail. <laughs> It and was, then you came right back, back to it. He's here. so happy that he's going to have to flesh this one out. <laughs> so what I like to think is our store basically looks like a plane crash. Sure. So we're 
we're there already. <laughs> I've got the. I, I'm obviously Liam Neeson in the scenario. <laughs> of course, it um, says it on your name tag. It says, "Hi, I'm Liam." <laughs> yeah. And we just take all the all the white tube socks that we have. And we just pile it around like it's snow. And you know, we, we, we've we've got a lot of room there in the in the studio to kind of explore, um, make different sets. You know, um, <laughs> which is just tube socks. Which is just it's made just out of more snow. Out of, <laughs> out of tube socks. Well, um, what he's not telling you is he went over to the cheap cheap motel right across the street and has been slowly stealing the ice from the ice machine mm-hmm. to then yeah. put all over the ground. So yeah. now you just have wet, nasty tube socks. <laughs> yeah, because that ice is not keeping. We don't have air. <laughs> now, now, we have set the scene of when we, me and Evan walk in. Now we're just walking on nasty, wet tube mm-hmm. socks. Yeah. Just and, washing around. Yeah. And for... <laughs> well, I did notice some of the snow you have coming down. And it does vaguely look like shredded paper there are some numbers on here is this your, is this your tax documentation oh. whoa is this, whoa is that what this is because i see how some did that get there if that's even what that is <laughs> i don't i don't i don't know how that got there if it even is tax documents it could just be a lease for me buying a moon bounce <laughs> you're cooking the books for buying a moon bounce <laughs> i guess my final question is um did you prove your dad wrong? He said this was a bad idea, a bad investment. You have thrown his family into bankruptcy mm-hmm. by all the money you stole. Have you convinced him otherwise? Yeah, the only way that I would have convinced him this is a good idea is just the fact that this is where all of his money went to. <laughs> so, I mean, this is the only thing he's got to support him now is just this business. <laughs> so so he's in there dressed as a wolf. <laughs> he's going to have to be. I mean, if he if he wants to eat, you know... I think I think he's gonna have to do a little bit more than just give me money for the business. He's whacking the sad people that come in there. He's whacking them extra hard with a broom. <laughs> he's actually money. up there shredding my uh, moon bounce oh, okay. lease. <laughs> he was he, so he's 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 doing his he's doing his job. Uh, just crying. <laughs> just, where did I go so wrong? So many moon bounces. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wish. Your business luck. Thank you. Um, you know, I, I can't imagine it's going to be around that much longer. <laughs> Things seem to have taken a turn for the worse almost immediately. <laughs> you said you didn't re- want to reinvent the will earlier. Uh, you <laughs> on the back you, half though you did not reinvent the will. You know, you didn't even invent it. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I am going to say I I do worry that maybe this was a little too niche. <laughs> You think? <laughs> I've got I've got almost no evidence to prove it, but I kind of have a gut feeling. That's probably the salmonella from the very unhygienic business you keep. It's it's atmosphere, <laughs> buddy. I would say trust the salmonella. <laughs> <laughs> but I I wish you the best. Well, thank you. But it is not looking good. Not looking good. Anytime that either of you guys need to. See, but not purchase a wolf. <laughs> but not really a wolf. But not really a wolf. Just a guy in a poorly made wolf's costume. Or you need a pigtail wig or some very high thigh tube socks. Come on down to Howlin' Hosiery Haven. But do it soon because <laughs> I don't think you'll have the opportunity the for IRS much longer. Is closing in. <laughs> That's good. But as tradition, guys, let's give the Saturday workers a one-liner wisdom. You can control your feelings, but you can't control 
your intrusive thoughts. So just let them in and <laughs> let them win. <laughs> let them in, let them win. <laughs> they say you're never too old to learn, but at some point, you're for sure too old to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> if if you have a hypothetical that you want us to answer, advice you need from us, a, a, f- a fact that you a, a subject that you want facts about, email us questionable detour podcast at gmail Tell your friends. I mean, who would? <laughs> why wouldn't they want to listen to this? Just <laughs> well structured. <laughs> Well, well thought out. Sharp <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Let them in on the psychotic person you are <laughs> for even hitting play on this. <laughs> oh, show them your brain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, but you guys want to be done? Expect the detour.